Hello, everyone. Welcome back to What the Topic podcast. I'm your host, Patricia, and with me, like always, are my Masters of Disasters, Larissa and Andre. Hi. Hi. Just a quick reminder, you can listen our po- you can listen to our podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you choose to listen to podcasts. And be sure to follow us and like us on Instagram. Yeah. Cool. I don't know why I froze. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, I kind of literally froze in like midair. So for today, we are starting things off quite differently. Instead of asking about how we're doing, we're going to jump in right into the main topic, which is to address the Black Lives Matter movement. As you guys have noticed, we have been kind of quiet, or maybe you haven't noticed, I don't know. But just so you know, we've been pretty quiet, not really been posting anything, at least not on our uh, What the Topic podcast uh, Instagram account. And for that reason is just because just out of respect and also we're lost for words. We're in shock and we don't want to take away from the movement and we want to make sure that this movement is getting the media and the recognition that it does deserve. So we've definitely taken our times away from social media, from our What's Topic account for that reason. And today we feel like we're ready to address this topic and we're going to kind of jump right in with some current news and yeah, we hope that you guys enjoy this episode and or not enjoy this episode. I'm saying all the yeah. wrong things, but and in in general, I I mean, like we did not want to talk about anything else because like this is just really the most important thing yeah. to talk about, but we wanted to talk about this right. That's why we've taken a bit of time. Exactly. And you know, we're not perfect, but We are always learning every day like everybody else out there. So if from here on out into this episode, if we say anything that is offensive or upsetting to any one of our listeners, please let us know because the last thing that we want to do is offend anyone, unless you're Trump, of course. Uh, (laughs) But seriously, if, if help us, educate us, let us know what we can do better and yeah, like we're, we're open for this. We we want to be educated. We want to learn more. And we know that our listeners out there have a lot of knowledge and a lot of information that they can give us if necessary. So please, please do. Or not even if it's not necessary. If you just want to share your thoughts and comments, please do as well. Yeah, this is something very new for us. So we're <laughs> a little bit nervous. And we also want to hear, we also want to hear your opinions on the whole, like, Black Lives Matter movement and everything. And like, we appreciate it very much if you contact us and give us your input and your opinion on the movement or on racism in general. And um, yeah, we, we hope we're getting some input from you to yeah. also uh, talk about like in future episodes, because like this will probably not be the only episode. Oh, um, no. We talk about this. No, this is going to be a topic that we're going to be discussing for quite some time, I think. And of course, we want to do our usual goofiness and laughs, but we also don't want to ignore what's happening around the world today. Yes. So let's begin. Let's just jump right into it. Uh, Andre, you had quite a lot of information. We kind of prepared for this, like we said before. So uh, Andre, take the lead. Okay. So... (laughs) Should we, like, maybe start with how this all started? Like, maybe yeah. that's a good yeah. place to start because, 
like I think most people n- know about like how the Black Lives Matter movement started and uh, or, or like how it started to become so big mm-hmm. and um, it was when George Floyd got killed by police officers where like one of the police of, I think it was four police officers and where one of them like kneeled on his neck for four minutes and he couldn't breathe and then later died in the hospital and yeah and I think this is what basically sparked this this really big movement or, or in America and all around the world because like it's not only a thing that is happening in America anymore it's like now I would say almost a global movement that has started through this and one thing I mean there there have been protests uh, a lot of protests and um one thing like we talked about that in our last episode as well where like Donald Trump is tweeting and um like there was also one I think we didn't talk about this in the last episode and there was also one tweet tweet where he said when uh the looting starts the shooting starts basically like threatening people and this this is like um this is like a uh racially fueled phrase as well because like in I think the 50s or 60s the mayor or governor of like uh, Miami also used this phrase against black protesters and this was again like one one thing where like Twitter gave him a stamp as well for like that this is like violating their guidelines against like violence yeah but they still kept it up so he was probably mad about that as well but he also like he threatened military action against against mostly peaceful protesters and also like he he said that he would send those military like uh yeah his his military people to like places even though um the the cities or states weren't like seeking help from him like he would just take over and deal with like the situation himself so to say which is obviously crazy yeah but um i mean he it's up for a vote and like i think he's doing this like kind of on purpose so for like yeah i don't know where where he has a problem well the thing is like he wants to seem like the strong man yeah but what he also like and this is like what i actually mentioned before we started to talk for the podcast but i just wanted to give a bit more like yeah introduction to all all of this he also had like police and his security shoot like gas tear gas um, fucking illegal illegal weaponry like this is an illegal thing like just period on your own people on your own fucking people not a terrorist not an outsider on his own fucking people on the people that he stands up every fucking day to represent yes and he shot it at like yeah, his own people and his own peacefully protesting people because he wanted to have a free like way to go to this church that had a fire and take a photo there. <laughs> and the those protesters didn't even know that he was coming. The church didn't know that he was coming. Like he didn't arrange an appointment there because like the speaker of this church said um that she didn't know about this. And that she does not want Donald Trump to speak for her church. 
<laughs> but he shot tear gas at them and he had like police on horses like basically remove those prote- protesters that didn't even know that he was coming. Just said he can take a picture. Yeah, so he can take a picture. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, and and that to me, and, and the fact that, because this is new information to me, that I, I didn't know that the church was not aware of him coming. And just, I mean, I, I have like literally 50 tabs open right now on my laptop, and that is not one that came up, unfortunately, because that yeah. is absolutely ridiculous. The fact that he didn't know, or, or the fact that they, the church she did not know mm-hmm. that he was about to come. That just tells me something that, you know what? You guys can fill in the blanks. I don't need to say any more. You get what I mean? Yeah. Like you chose yeah. without informing. You abused your power once a fucking again. Yeah. This is, this is definitely abuse of power. And like, how would those protesters have known? Like, how could they know that they're like standing in his way, that they have to leave so he can walk there? Exactly. When he spontaneously decides to do this, but then they're not even informed why they they weren't even informed why they were being removed from exactly. there. And he has so, a team on his back that he could have said, hey, please go deal with this and let them know that I am coming and let the protesters know to please move the protest somewhere else or something. I don't know. Even But still like that is just like interrupting a protest still like I, I don't. I still don't think that's a good solution. However, he could have done, he could have been a, like, he could have shown he could have just, out of decency. He could have just fucking tweeted it. Literally. Oh. <laughs> he could have taken Like, he likes tweeting so the, much. Yeah, in the White House. Just take the picture in the fucking White House. It's big enough. There will be a fucking room you can take a fucking picture in. Yeah, just wait till the next day or something. Why, why does it have to be now? Why does it have to be now where there's a peaceful pro- protest? Like, come on. It's also, he chose this, like, I mean, it burned in this church, but he also chose this church because there's, like, a lot of former presidents used to go to this church to pray. He's not religious, apparently, but um, he just thought that it would be a good idea to do this for some publicity. Oh, God. I think even (sighs) that the Bible he has in his hands is on the wrong side or something. I think it's upside down. Of course. I'm not sure, but I think. No, but you're probably not wrong. Somebody fact check that shit, please. But still, like, you're probably not wrong. That's the sad thing. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I think it was upside down. It could also be just people on Reddit trolling him. Could be, but I think I put on Reddit and it was upside down. I wouldn't be surprised. Master of like, it's fucking trolls. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That. It, it just shocks me to see. Ugh. I think shock is not even the right word. Like, it really, no, really, I'm really pissed. hurts. You should, like, all those emotions. Like, it hurts to see that this is happening. And, and yeah. And, like, of all the history the U.S. has, like, it's, it's crazy to see that it seems like in some places they've never learned from their history, you know? Yeah. It's just... Or not that they're not learning from it, they're just ignoring it. Yeah, they're and thinking not, is they're ignoring okay. it. They're don't they don't really touch the subjects, and now they're all like, "Oh my god, I'm so shocked!" I'm like, "Really, really? Like, how do you no. not know? How do you not know?" Yeah, 
how are yeah. you like come on and i mean this whole like he's shooting at the protesters as like it's like this is a problem of how he deals with like anything. those things in anything basically in general but this is not like this is not necessarily like a racism thing but this is just like something like how he deals with things although i think probably it is a racism thing because yeah. if there were like right-wing protesters somewhere i suspect that he wouldn't do the same have you guys this seen is an a, this tweet? is like not a fact this is an assumption of mine but i think <laughs> no. yeah no but have you That's... guys seen the two tweets someone compared when he tweeted about the people the white people who walked into um the how they're called the offices the mayor offices or something when they were protesting against the covid rules and they uh -huh. had guns and everything and he basically tweeted about them as if they would be good people and then when he tweets about the protests happening right now he kind of tweets about them as if they would all be bad people you know Ugh. and just someone compared it like i think like easily people you can google it and find it but just to see how the president thinks about his own people Like, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. And it's fucking rude. Like, it's just. I don't care. Like, <laughs> oof, okay. Like, how am I going to gather my fucking thoughts in this one? Because this is just. Okay. You are a leader of a very powerful country, regardless of China's first. Okay. Let's just put that out there. <laughs> um, regardless, he is a leader of one of the powerful countries in our world. Not the powerful country, okay? I'm using my words very carefully here. The USA still has an impact, just like European countries do. That's my point. Anyways, not going to over-explain myself. The fact that he is standing for certain people, that just shows his selection. Like, he, in, in my eyes, I believe that President of the United States, my president, unfortunately, does not stand for people like let's say for my thoughts and my thinking, he only stands for the people who voted for him, who put him into office and that's it. And anyone else, for some reason, he doesn't look at like they're a human being because you, yeah. if you take color out of question, you take political uh, preferences out of the question and you just strip everybody down by the skeleton. We're all the fucking same. Yeah. So why including himself? And I I'm sorry, but when you become a leader, of anything you're not leading the people that you like you're not leading the people that you're best friends with you're leading everyone in your group in your you are the leader of the people not of the people excluding you know like and I, I i don't get how he doesn't get that i don't it really pisses me off that it's something that he just fucking ignores and that he shames people and that he All that he does on Twitter is promote violence and hate. And he's not educating his own people. Like, you are a fucking leader of a fucking country. Educate. And if people aren't educated, then do something to educate them. Give people opportunities and help. Yeah. And there is this, like, with this whole situation, like, there is, um, he doesn't do anything to actually, like, there's this black lives matter movement and there is like obviously a problem with <laughs> racism in the police and in every aspect like in this country 
basically. And not only in this country, but like, Globally. let's focus on America right yeah. now because that's something he like where he can do something. But he doesn't seem like he has any interest to do like anything about it. No, no. He's and like, I think this is, that's that's just very telling. I agree. He's a narcissist. Yeah, and he doesn't care for those people. No. I mean, you know, I, I read something. Uh, I saw a post on Instagram, and it's this woman. She's a white woman. She's pregnant, and she's standing at a protest. She has a face mask on and everything because it's during this time. And she, the sign that she's holding says, if my son went... <clears throat> sorry. I'm not crying. That was my throat. Uh, if my son went for some Skittles and didn't return or played in the park and didn't return or went for a jog and didn't return or reached for his license and didn't return and with his last dying breath called out my name, I would burn down the damn city too. Just let that sink in. You know what I mean? Like when I, yeah. when I read that and when there's so many opinions of these riots, of these violent riots and these, you know, burning buildings, burning shit. Like I, I, I don't, I didn't know how to feel about it. I didn't have, I was so numb that I, 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 I understood it. And I, I can't lie. Like, I, I don't know what I would do if I would be burning down cities or if I would be peacefully protesting. But to me, there's for something like this or, or for anything that, that deserves this attention, and to face this racial injustice system that's happening in the U.S. and also globally. When I saw that post, I just immediately, I got it. Yeah, and it's just like to to not show any willingness to change something will not stop these protests. Like they will be going on until something, something changes. Exactly. And if he's not like... If he's not willing to change something, he cannot expect to, like, stop these protests. No. He's like, like, I mean, this might sound extreme, but he's basically guiding the country into, like, a civil war. Literally. Again. <laughs> well, not again like he did it, but I'm saying, like, this is another civil war. And, yeah, <laughs> it's it's sad. It's sad to see, to see what's happening. Like, I... I mean, they're and they're obviously like. If you look at statistics, like there obviously is a problem. Oh yeah, throw the stats. Yeah. In this segment, Andre throws us stats. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm gonna let you throw the stats because I think you have them <laughs> open on one of your twenty tabs. There. Yeah. But there is obviously a problem with the police, like racial profiling people. And mm -hmm. being, like, more violent towards Black people. Like, aren't they, like, almost three times more likely to be shot by the police compared to white people? Like, yeah, that's... about two, yeah, two and a half percent, I believe. More likely, yeah. Two and a half times more likely. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, there is, like, a problem with the, with the police killing more Black people, like, percentage not more black people in general because there is so many more white people in um america yeah with the population more, sets, yeah yeah but more black people in relation to um the number of black people being in the whole population like yeah so so there 
there is a problem with this. And you can't just say, well, black people commit more crimes because that's also not like the case. So, um, wait, like really the thing is with crimes in general. Okay. The fact that like murderers, mass murderers, serial killers, whatever, the way that they're treated and when they're what, like they're fucking white. Okay. And they're, they're just being handcuffed with one police officer, but you have a guy who's is let's say selling illegal uh, selling cigarettes out of his pocket and or tax evasion or whatever the fuck you want to call the crime whatever the crime is are not even committing a crime at all and being shot yeah like crime or no crime (laughs) do you get my point here like treat this person with the force like the necessary force yeah and there is like too much force against people of color in relation to white people yeah yeah and also like there is in general and this is where my statistic yes that's what i wanted to say like pull that out right now there is like in general like with the whole police system in the u.s there is a problem because the u.s so i have a comparison between four countries it's Norway, Finland, Germany, and the U.S. And how did you come with these countries? Like, what did you search? Like, what is the... Oh, no, this is the statistics comparing these countries. These countries are, like, obviously are chosen to, like, give a comparison that's quite extreme. Mm -hmm. Because, like, these are, like, the first three are countries where there's not many deaths that are caused by the police and then there's the u.s but it's it's to give a comparison yeah between like also police education and the number of deaths that are caused by police yeah so but yeah like i said norway finland germany and the u.s yeah so we're comparing the police education right police education and um deaths okay caused by police got it so these are, it's in different time spans. So this is not necessarily like the the very most accurate statistics, but it's an example, right? Yeah. So in Norway, you get three years of training to become a police officer. Three years, like basically like studying for a bachelor yeah. degree. It's the same length. And in Norway, between 2002 and 2016, so that's um, 14 years, there have been four fatalities caused by police. Four in 14 years. That's like, I don't know. What's what's that? Like one person every, it's less than one person every three years. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. In Finland, it's the same. It's also free, uh, free years to become a police officer. And there between 2000 and 2018, so in 18 years, seven people were killed. So again, like that's almost every three years, one, one person. It's a bit more, yeah, but not that much. So then in Germany, you have two years of police training so a bit less and there's more deaths but so there were 267 deaths caused by police shooting since 1990 
that's 30 years which like so and then again it's like around 10 people per year so compared to norway and finland that's more yeah but now i'm gonna tell you something because in the <laughs> yeah in the u.s this isn't you get funny. 20... we're not laughing about the bad thing okay like we're just no we're not, no, we're laughing, not laughing about laughing. deaf people yeah yeah Dead, sorry. but now like the u.s you get 20 weeks 21 weeks training to become a police officer so that's like you're half kidding. a year like five months half a year uh, you're kidding yeah and in 2019 only in 2019 there were 1004 people killed by the police let that sink in so that's more like that's four almost four times as much as in all those other countries combined with like them having a 15 to or 14 to 30 year time span uh, within one year. Yeah. In one no, of year course, combining the, like, all of, of those course, numbers are still not even half of the number of, of the course United the US of course the US has a lot, lot like the population of the US is a lot larger as well but even considering that it's like that's just crazy how many people get killed by the police every year in yeah. the US. And like there there must be something wrong with yeah. the training there. I mean, we could take it a step further, maybe for next time, is to also look at the per state, like what state has the highest crime rate of police shootings. Yeah. Because if they wanna if, if you know, if, if people want to hear about that, then yeah, because of course, you made a good point. The U.S. is, is, is huge. However, I'm, I'm, it still says quite a lot, regardless of how big or small. Mm -hmm. That number is in one year, where in comparison to Germany, Finland, and Norway are within three to two-year time spans. Or no, 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 yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. 30-year time spans to 14-year time spans. Yeah. I'm an, if you go to state level, so I don't know this, but I would assume that in states where it's legal to carry firearms, that the number is higher there. Yeah. yeah. That's my assumption. Because then if it's legal to carry firearms, which is a completely different topic, yeah. but if you are le legally able to carry a firearm, the police will be more careful. Yeah. with you because there is like a higher likeliness of you actually having a gun and being able to shoot at them yeah but but then that will again be racially skewed skewed yeah towards black people again assumption but this is like me using my logic yeah i am googling now actually the stakes i'm super curious okay so i have major cities by number of police killings um uh so yeah so cities where police killings are most common this is security.org from where i'm getting the source so if any of our listeners want to let me know that this isn't a good source let me know but this is where i'm getting it from because i just pulled it up okay and i will fact check myself afterwards i promise uh i don't know why i'm like please accept me okay uh, among the 100 largest cities in the u.s more than 80 of them had at least one case of a police officer killing a civilian in 2018. By sheer numbers, Phoenix, Houston, and Los Angeles had the most such cases. 
And so the chart shows major cities by number of police killings, those with at least five. So this is from the year 2018, I think. Yeah. In 2018, yes. Okay, sorry, I had to make sure. So Phoenix, Arizona, 25. Mm-hmm. Houston, Texas, 15. Los Angeles, 15. Columbus, Ohio, 13. Las Vegas, 11. San Antonio, Texas, 11. Denver, Colorado, 10. And the other states that they mention are New Mexico, Kentucky, Arizona. Of course, Texas uh, comes up quite a lot. Uh, Arizona, Georgia, Missouri, Tennessee, New York, Oklahoma, North Carolina, Florida, and Pennsylvania. And those numbers end up decreasing. So from Colorado to 10, which is like I last mentioned, it goes to nine, eight, six, and five is, is the lowest number. So mm-hmm. about half of the major cities with police killings in 2018 have seen their numbers decline, though some have seen very dramatic increases, is what the source says. Um, then they take a look into the cities. This is quite interesting. Um, this is fucking insane. So this, this is actually quite a nice source just looking at it as the first one. Uh, so they say security.org says, uh, once you scroll down after this chart, you see after adjusting for population differences, the picture changes. Though generally cities in the West still mostly lead the list, it's also important to note that in none of these cities does the rate at which civilians are killed by police exceed the overall U.S. murder rate of 5.3 per 100,000 people though one city is scarily close. So 5.3. <laughs> uh, well, you want to take a guess? Is it? Um, Give you a hint. The fact I'm giving you a hint should be a hint. It's Houston. I meant state, but you got the, you got the. Oh, Texas. Yeah. So the highest <laughs> oh. is, so 3.13 per, uh, per 100,000 people. And that yeah. is about two points lower than the murder rate, which is 5.3 per 100,000 people. Oh. So these are per 100,000 people. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. It... Okay. <laughs> so the police killed almost as many people as murderers do. Yes. This is major cities by police killings per 100,000 people. Mm-hmm. I mean you know what i I, this is this is i'm glad that i pulled this up just out of my fucking 50 sources but this is a new one um so racial disparities in police violence uh they mention um kaepernick's protest so if you guys don't know colin kaepernick no look him up Oh, I thought you were giving a good definition. No. <laughs> he was the guy who, um, Colin Kaepernick is the guy who took the knee. In, uh, oh, yeah, the NFL player. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I didn't know his name, but I know his face. Like, if I yeah. see his face, I know who he is. Yeah, so it starts off with them explaining uh, in this uh, in security.org. It says, one of the major planks of Kaepernick's protest was that African-Americans were more likely to be killed by police officers than white people. And that officers who do who do kill black people are not held accountable. We've already seen on that one of those scores, prosecutions and convictions of officers, Kaepernick was actually right. And that the situation has gotten even fucking worse. I added my word fucking into that. Uh, 
So what about the assertion that African-Americans are killed by police at higher rates than white people? That is also true, according to their analysts on security.org. In fact, only three of the 80 plus major U.S. cities in which police killed civilians in 2018 were white people killed at higher rates than other ethnic groups when there were members of at least two races or ethnicities killed. And on the national level, only one state meets that qualification. African-Americans account for about 12.5% of the overall U.S. population, but accounted for more than 22% of those killed by police. Whites, on the other hand, account for nearly two-thirds of the population, but made up less than half, 42.3%, of those killed by police. But African-Americans do not have the highest police killing rate among the ethnic groups, apparently. And they say they give a chart, which is Pacific Islander. We will post the link, security.org, onto, um, onto our What the Topic account on Instagram. And we'll be sure to post it on our bio on Spotify and Apple Podcast for you guys to check out the links that we have as our sources. It's going to be a lot of them, but check it out. Please let us know and send us your own links, too, if you have any any stats to share but no this is a (laughs) yeah in general like just to conclude this security.org it says uh civilians are increasingly dying at the hands of police officers african-americans pacific islanders hispanics and native americans are all more likely than white people to be victims despite white people being a majority in the population the rate at which officers are charged with crimes has fallen by 90 percent and the charge to conviction rate has vanished completely (sighs) And yeah, (laughs) the thing is like, you know, being a police, of course, is not an easy job. It's not an easy job. So why is it only 21 weeks in the U.S. for you to become a police officer? Yeah. And like, so because there is also this like anti-movement that says like blue lives matter. Oh my, yeah. Which is like also that that's just stupid because like. (laughs) Of course, the lives of police officers matter as well. I'm not saying and that nobody like, their is saying life... that their lives don't matter. Nobody is saying that all lives don't matter. Like the whole all lives matter, police lives matter. Sorry, Andre, continue. Yeah, but, but also like the police, like people who are with the police opt in to being a police officer and they know that there is a higher risk of being like killed or shot or like hurt or something yeah and like they they make this choice knowing that this is a high-risk job that they're doing but black people don't choose to be black Mm -mm. like there's no one choosing to be more likely to be killed right like and like this this oh yeah I I yeah. just don't understand why 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 people don't understand this. Have you guys seen the the video someone posted of this girl who explains why when people say all lives matter, it's such so stupid in this context. It's so it, she explains it with the she explains it with a burning house. Like she says, like yeah, we need to help this house because this house is on fire. And then the other person starts with, yeah, but um, what about my house? Is my house not important? And then yeah. the person says, well, your house is important, but right now this house is on fire. So we need to help this house. And it goes back and forth. And you can just see while watching it what like the whole All Lives Matter people 
like how not stupid but how yeah in this right now in this context it's really yeah yeah it's because of course all lives matter like everyone's life is important but in like this current situation not everyone is treated like their lives matter no and like it's especially like people and people of color that are not being treated like their life actually matters so right. like it for all lives to matter black lives have to matter yes first. yes for <laughs> amen to that thank you yeah like i sound yes like for all lives to matter black lives have to matter too because yeah. if black lives don't matter then all lives don't matter exactly so do we see the problem like you know go going back to something where kind of along the side like kind of along with what with blah, blah 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 sorry along the lines of what we're talking about um there's a photo that has been going around facebook instagram all the social media platforms there is that, that exist um and it's a photo of a black woman she is holding up a sign and her sign says we live in a world where trained cops can panic and act on impulse, but untrained civilians must remain calm with a gun in their face. So not only did she selflessly not mention anything about black people, she said untrained civilians, okay? Mm -hmm. That, that to me shows power in herself and for her community because they know that all lives matter, but they are highlighting the racial injustice that they have been fighting for years and years and years and fucking decades, centuries that this has been going on. And not yet did she say untrained black civilians. She said civilians. She made that a point, This, you know, and I think yeah. that is a powerful thing for her to say or for anyone to say, but still never degrading her people by saying hashtag all lives matter, because that is not. That is not what the movement is about. The movement is about fixing and bringing change to this fucked up system that it is today in the USA and anywhere else around the world. And I mean, like we've been highlighting police violence, like racial profiling by police officers, but it's not only a problem with the police. Like this is a problem in like every industry. Yeah. Basically, yes. like, uh, I've mentioned this like uh, to you before we started recording. I mentioned like anthropology, like the, the store. clothing store employees coming out and admitting that they had a code word for black people and black and, and people of color um, when they came in to watch out for them. So they wouldn't steal anything. They called them Nick or Nikki. So they, if, if a person, if a black person, for instance, came into the store, they would, through their headsets, warn the other people with this code work so they would watch them. And people have been, like, followed through the store. But, like, the employees didn't even greet them. They just followed them. That is disgusting. Yeah. That is absolutely <laughs> disgusting because, I mean, I'm going to say the obvious here. Come on, that code word is for nigger. Oh, I didn't really, I didn't even... Uh, realize this. I'm but assuming yes, this, of course. but I, I feel like that's yeah, yes, the correct that assumption. Sense. And that is absolutely um, fucking disgusting. Are we allowed to say that word or should we say N-word? I, I, I'm going to say it. This is explicit because I'm not using it in a derogatory term. I'm just pointing out. Do you get okay. what I mean? Um, but unless you, yeah. Guys, yeah. you guys want me to redo it, I can, but um, I don't want to like would... hide anything. No, I'm just worried. Like, I never know because a lot of people say 
they prefer to say N-word. No, just, of course. Just because I was like, oh, I'm being politically correct here. Yeah. I'm just, I just want to show the disgust. Like, that's why I want to say it is yeah. because that people hear it and feel disgusted that is that something like this happened. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. I appreciate you asking though, because you it you do have a fair point. Like I think from here on out, when we say we should probably maybe not use the word so often, but as long as we're not using it in a derogatory sense, I think it's okay. Yeah. Okay. I yeah, but like, yeah, <laughs> because like I couldn't read between the lines there. I didn't realize it was for like they used it because of the N word. Yeah. Which again, like your assumption, but it makes sense. Yeah. And I didn't see that. And even if it was for like an assumption of being like, oh, Nicki Minaj, like, fuck off. Like people like they can't play that off. That's like, that's my point. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you it, for something like for a racial discrimination like that in a store and for them to be like, oh, we meant like someone like Nicki Minaj, bitch. Nicki Minaj has all the fucking money in the world. She is a boss bitch. She ain't going to steal shit. She don't have to. Yeah. And e even if it was just really like a randomly chosen code word. It's still not okay. Yeah. Like, we can connect the dots quite well. There's no, there's no dot in between. It's dot one and dot two. Yeah. Okay, and then, like, another industry that like, is affected by racial profiling or maybe not really racial profiling, but racial, like, inequality. Mm -hmm. I think that's the better word is, like, the media company and... Uh, Racism. Very, uh, yeah. Um... I think, like, a very good example for this is, like, the recent scandal around um, Bon Appetit, which is part of Condé Nast. And, yeah. like, if people don't know, Condé Nast, for example, also owns Vogue. Yeah. And Bon Appetit so, is, like, a typical website where you can learn how to cook. <laughs> or they give recipes. Yeah, they give recipes. And I think they're a great resource for recipes. They're actually my go-to page if I'm mm -hmm. looking for a recipe for something, I they're love watching. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, they're like my second. I always go to Tasty first. Oh, okay. And then I find myself being an idiot and trying to go on Pinterest. And then I fall into this deep hole. And I'm like, why am I going here? And then I go to Bon Appetit. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, thank you. Uh, okay. No, I will directly go to Bon Appetit. And I'm like, I love watching their YouTube videos. But, Me too. Um, they're long, but they're nice. Like, they're, they're, they're nice to eat. Like, people who are giving the instructions They're, the instruct how do you call it? the chefs the chefs in the video yeah. who are doing the rest who are doing the dishes whatever the fuck you call it i forgot three beers down here we are but yeah <laughs> but they're nice to watch yeah and they're funny i forgot yeah, the girl's name the curly hair i like her she's carla carla yeah i like carla carla yeah. always like i say like 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 sorry mm -hmm. carla is one of those people who i could watch all day yeah Definitely. Love her. But then there has been recently, there has been a big, big, big scandal around Bon Appetit. I had no idea. It's like, I mean, I wouldn't have known if I wouldn't follow almost all the chefs from the test kitchen on Instagram. I think I might follow all of them, actually. <laughs> um, I didn't follow their editor-in-chief. Adam Rappaport, which is the person that basically caused this whole scandal, mm -hmm. although he was called out by someone else on the team. Oh, spilled the tea. Um, so he 
posted a picture in. Um, Wait, I think sorry. They... Spill the injustice tea. Let us know. So he posted a picture in um, what people call brown face. It was from a Halloween party where he dressed up as a what he considered a typical Jamaican people uh, person. Mm-hmm. On um, I don't know if he posted it on Facebook or Instagram, but either of those. And um, this was like this was not recently. This was I think it it said it was posted sixteen years ago, mm-hmm. but still, yeah, still not okay. What was but his that name again? Uh, Adam Rappaport. Okay. And um, so then one of his staff called Sola Elwali, who's uh, who's a person of color. She's um, from Bengali descent. Mm-hmm. First of all, she called him out for that, that w- rightfully called him out for that. But then she also, and this is where this like completely like blew up basically. Mm-hmm. Where she said that she has been in a lot of Bon Appetit videos on their video channel. Like she either just appeared in them or she even hosted those videos. Mm-hmm. And that she has, she and other um, people of color in the Bon Appetit staff yeah. have not received compensation for their video appearances. Yeah. And, and a quick side note, like we're using the term people of color because we're not just discussing black lives we're discussing all people of color that are not white just so you guys know and if there's another proper term that we're unaware of please let us know seriously thank yeah. you that's just my little psa <laughs> <laughs> yeah and um so <laughs> that of course caused outrage because like like the bon appetit youtube channel is like a cash cow yeah for Condé Nast and a lot of the white editors have like separate contracts with um, Condé Nast Entertainment which is responsible for the YouTube channel okay Um, or for like the video appearances or something yeah any social um, yeah but the (laughs) the people of color have never received like extra compensation for being in videos or for hosting videos seriously and white people have yeah especially those with their own shows which of course like if you have your own show it makes sense that you will receive compensation for it but even if you don't have your own show and if you're like in a lot of videos if if you're appearing in them or if you're hosting them or co-hosting anything yeah or co-hosting a large part yeah it's like and this is like a revenue stream for the company and it's a big revenue stream for the company you should be compensated for Mm -hmm. that and like i mean yeah a lot of people of color in the company haven't and it also looks like if black people or other people of color have been hired in the company they've been they've usually been quite low in the ranks and Mm -hmm. kept there and then like the rear Direction by like the Bon Appetit staff for, or at least like the Bon Appetit test kitchen. So those people in the videos, yeah, has main like I think all of the test kitchen crew 
has spoken out and said that they will not film new videos for Bon Appetit until there is a resolution. And also, there's like a second person that all, like Adam Rappaport has now stepped down. I don't know if I've already said that, but like, I'm just going to say it. He stepped down. It's okay to repeat yourself in this sense. <laughs> As editor-in-chief. He's gone. Yes, he's gone now. And then also another person who stepped down is Matt Ducor, who yeah. is responsible for the video. I just content. read that. I just pulled up a a link just for me to get some information while you're talking because I'm listening and I'm like just kind of making yeah. sure that I'm aware of what's what you're talking Can about. Can you too. give me some some con uh, because like with Matt Duker, I'm not 100% sure what he he has been accused of, but can you give me like some context there? Yeah, one second. Let me get uh, Matt Duker. D-U-C-K-O-R. Yeah. Um, oh, oof, oof. Okay. So this is, I just, I just literally clicked on the first link that popped up on Google. And mm -hmm. it's by Variety.com. Mm -hmm. I've never heard of them, if I'm being honest. Maybe I have, but I have no I idea. I think it's kind of like a gossip a like gossip. magazine or something. Okay. Then let me go to maybe a different source because... No, no, maybe just like... Yeah? Go there? Yeah. Okay. And again, guys, if we say anything... Because you're not going to... I don't think... Yeah, because I don't think you're going to find like information about this on any like official yeah. statistics page or anything. <laughs> so... Like, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, mm, this is a... Yeah. So the title for this article on Variety.com is called Condé Nast, VP of Video Matt Ducker is gone after pay inequity allegations, racist and homophobic tweets. And the journalist of this article is Todd Spangler. It begins with explaining Matt Ducker, Condé Nast head of Lifestyles Video Programming, is no longer with the media company. His exit comes after staffers claimed that Condé Nast failed to feature people of color in videos and did not pay them for appearances. And after a series of Ducker's old tweets with racist and homophobic comments were recirculated online. Ducker's departure Wednesday comes two days after Adam Rapport quit, hit, quit as editor-in-chief of Bon Appetit. Following allegations of racial discrimination at the brand parentheses, including that the magazine has paid only white editors for video appearances, end parentheses, and the emergence of a photo of him in a Halloween costume depicting Puerto Rican stereotypes. A Condé Nast spoke, spokeswoman confirmed Ducker is no longer, or Duker Ducker fucker is no longer with the company. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> Fuck it, that's his new name. Let's start that again with his new name. A Condé Nast spokeswoman confirmed Fucker is no longer with the company. She declined to provide further comment, though. Ducker, Fucker, <laughs> Ducker oversaw the team responsible. This is like a serious thing. I'm not laughing anything about the series, and I'm laughing at the Ducker Fucker. I'm an immature person, I know, but I stand for what's right. Thank you very much. Ducker oversaw the team responsible for the video programming and strategy for Bon Appetit. Epicurious, Condé Nast Traveler, Architectural Digest, Vogue, Self, Allure, and Glamour. So in a memo Wednesday, Condé Nast Entertainment President Oren uh, Katzef, is that how you say it? I don't know. Okay. Uh, uh, because I, I'm not familiar with this person. Okay. So 
Um, in a memo Wednesday, Condé Nast Entertainment President Oren Gatsef told staff that Ducker was Duker, Ducker, Fucker was out and that the company was in the pro- was in the process of identifying an interim replacement as first reported by Business Insider. And then there's a quote. Uh, first, I want to thank you for your honesty and candor over these last many days. It takes courage and conviction to bring forward the issues you've experienced and the ideas on our needed changes at CNE, Katsev wrote. We've already started the process of reviewing our practices, and over the next week, we'll be bringing forward a plan of action centered on diversity and inclusion. And that is the end Mm -hmm. quote. From when is this article? This was posted on, uh, this was posted yesterday, June 11th, 2020. Okay, because... Also yesterday, Coninas, and uh, not Coninas, Bon Appetit mm-hmm. came out with a statement as well. I think it was yesterday. Maybe it was today, but mm-hmm. I think it was yesterday. Um, came out with a statement as well. With first of all, an apology, mm-hmm. and then like kind of an action plan on what to change mm-hmm. in their practices. You got it. Yeah. Many new BIPOC hires have been in entry-level positions with little power, and we will be looking to accelerate their career advancement and pay. Black staffers have been saddled with contributing racial educations Mm -hmm. to our staffs and appearing in editorial and promotional photo shoots to make our brand seem more diverse. We haven't properly learned from or taken ownership of our mistakes, but things are going to change. We've been seriously discussing what change can look like at BA and Epi and Epi for Epicurious and what we need to do to make it an inclusive, just and equitable place. To start, that means prioritizing people of color for the editor in chief candidate pool and then also implementing racism training for our staff and resolving any pay inequities that are found across all departments. It goes on, like it's an Instagram post, you can look it up, it's on the Bon Appetit Instagram page, mm-hmm. and it's like five slides long, so I'm not going to read the whole thing, Yeah. but I think these parts are important, and these are good points to do. Yes. The problem with this whole statement is that there is like no timeline no. on when this is going to be done, and there is like... It's like no exact, um, exact statements. It's like it's a good it's so start. So open ended, yeah. It's like yeah, it's, where are these promises? How are you going to do this? Because you're saying and you're admitting that you have no idea how. And we're going to talk about this change. But okay, like I wanted, I want to check back and I want to see an update. I want to see, I want to see the progress of these companies who are releasing these statements and these platforms who are saying that they are going to do this. And leaving these open-ended periods of time that have absolutely, like, they could be talking within a day, within a week, within a month, within five years, within 20 years. And that's, you know, let us know. Give us a time period. Because what it sounds like is that they're just jumping on the bandwagon. I mean, not that they're jumping on the bandwagon. There was a a serious case of racism in the company that happened. And they're addressing the issue, which, great. Kudos to you. However, I'm going to take that kudos away from you and ask you the question, what do you do to deserve this? How are you going to promise this? How are you going to do it? Show these people. Don't just say these things. Don't just say, because that is not a call to to action. 
Yeah, it's that like a statement. Yes, this is like this is like a PR statement. Yeah, and obviously they needed a PR statement, and I don't like. I don't know if Instagram is like the correct place to post like a complete outline of all the actions that they're gonna do, but I also don't think and with a timeline and everything, mm-hmm. I think it would it would kind of it would make sense to do this because people want to know and right. like Bon Empty has millions of followers. Right. Um so it would make sense to put this on Instagram to give people answers, but it would also like you should address this directly with your with your uh, BIPOC staff mm-hmm. as well and give them information on when things are going to happen and how they are going to happen exactly. Yeah. And as much which, as I love... Which it seems like yeah. hasn't happened yet. Yeah. So, and yeah. I find it very strange, or maybe it's just something to point out and to keep in mind for us to keep on the lookout for, like you and I. And for our listeners, too, if you guys are Bon Appetit followers, you know, what we can do is hold these people accountable. We have yeah. a much bigger voice than we will ever realize. And the thing is, as such a pivotal moment of time that's happening right now with the pandemic, with the Black Lives Matter movement, which is everything that's happening in the world, highlighting those two main points of what's happening in 2020, step up. Yes. Step up and be a leader. Show your support, not just by talking shit out of your fucking ass. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. It's... Do more than that. Like, and definitely do more than just a statement and do it quickly. Exactly. It's like, just... It's simple as do better. Be better. Come on. it's, It's frustrating to see and to hear what is happening in our society and jeff bezos i said that i was going to discuss this maybe next week but i think his reply i don't know him as a person but i know that he is well known for his unique strategies and how his approaches are he sends letters to his stakeholders and shareholders on updates and he discusses them includes them it's it's this guy is i respect in some way but i don't know enough if he's a shit guy let me know in the comments or recording whatever um but a woman sent him an email because on the webpage of Amazon, oh yeah, Jeff Bezos is guy's CEO of Amazon in case you guys didn't know. Um, the customer took issue with the banner saying, the, the customer saying in quote, I'm not going to read the quote because I'm going to read what the customer said in full, but basically on their Amazon page, the first thing that you'll see is Black Lives Matter. Amazon stands in solidarity with the black community. Read about what we're doing on blog.aboutamazon.com. Then Jeff Bezos posted on Instagram, on his page on Instagram, saying, I got this email from a customer and wanted to share my response. And the email goes, it is quite disturbing to get on the Amazon website. And she put Amazon on all caps and see, quote, all caps, Black Lives Matter, end quote. She continues. He or she continues. Don't know if it's he or she, so just it. It continues. You provide services to more than millions of people, including myself and the rest of my family for our business needs and personal purchases. I am for everyone voicing their opinions and standing up for what you believe in, but for your company to blast this on our website, or sorry, 
but for your company to blast this on your website is very offensive to me. And I'm sure you'll be hearing from others, period. And then she puts in all caps and she increased the text uh, size, the font size, and put mm -hmm. all lives matter, exclamation point. And if it wasn't for all these lives, oh, and now it's back to normal, the lettering, just so you guys know, you guys can go check this out. It's, I'm not kidding. And if it wasn't for all these lives providing their service to your and your company, where would Amazon be today? Jeff Bezos response. He says, no. So it is a woman. No, Macy, I have to disagree with you. The fact that he left her name out there, call a bitch out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I'm just I I get very I'm very proud to see somebody with a platform such as Jeff Bezos to stand and post because, girl, you made your name known to a CEO of a company. What did you expect? You get what I mean? And I'm mm. glad that he didn't black her name out. Not not that like and please do not go hate this person. Do not send hate threats. Do not say violent threats. Do not do that. Don't be that guy either. Come on, do better. Be a good person. <laughs> but still, do you get what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm not promoting hate crimes or hate violence towards a person. I'm just saying a person should understand the consequences of her actions and what she says. That's my point. Yeah. Um, so Jeff Bezos response goes, no, Macy, I have to disagree with you. Black lives matter. Doesn't mean other lives don't matter. Black Lives Matter speaks to racism and the disproportionate risk that Black people face in our law enforcement and justice system. I have a 20-year-old son, and I simply don't worry that he might be choked to death while being detained one day. It's not something I worry about. Black parents can't say the same. None of this is intended to dismiss or minimize the, re the very real worries you or anyone else might have in their own life, but I want you to know I support this movement that we see happening all around us, and my stance won't change. My sincere very best to you, Jeff. Yeah. Like, thank you. Slow clap. Literally. Or fast clap. Yeah. Like, but yes, because it, like, it, Black Lives Matter doesn't mean that other lives don't matter. No. But it means, it basically means that Black lives also matter and like they're, they're black people and black indigenous people of color are not being treated like no. their lives matter no and this goes for groups of the lgbtq community it, it's it's so many groups that are this is happening to and the fact that this this is happening now with with the black lives matter movement i i am truly looking forward to see and i'm hopeful for change in this fucked up cruel world that it can be but i know that there's good and i know that people can be good we have it yeah. in ourselves so let's stand together in solidarity and fucking help these people and because if they don't feel like they have a platform then let's give it to them stand up for what's right don't be that bystander don't be that person and think oh because you didn't say anything means that you're you're okay no you're being you're you're just as bad by letting something in front of you happen don't let it happen anymore. Hold people accountable. Hold the people around you accountable. Even if it's your family, teach and educate. Don't hate on them either. Of course, we all get emotional. We all get upset. But then again, remember, when you're sticking up for somebody else, it's not your time to be emotional and upset and make it about you. It is your time to stick up for what's right. And yeah. being humane, period, is what's right. 
And I think we all need to be more aware to actually, like, when we see something that is unjust happen, to actually, like, speak up and say something. And don't be quiet about it. No, don't be that guy. And honestly, I don't want to sound like a hypocrite, but I find it very difficult to voice my opinions, especially on social media. And I'm going to, even though we don't have a big follower base, we're not big and I'm okay with that. However, I do want to talk with our 60 people that we have and share this with them because there's a reason why they're with us, you know? Yeah. And I think it's quite an important thing for us to realize that we need to stick together and we need to be allies for each other. And yeah, it is it is an important topic to talk about, even if we don't have like that big of a following, it's, it's still, it's still important. Yeah. Regardless, it doesn't matter if we have one follower or zero followers, we created a platform for ourselves to talk about what we find important and what we find funny and what we want to discuss. And this is something that we have stood for in our pre days of before what the topic exists existed and politics was a main thing that we discussed and this is a time where we all can really let's say agree on that this is something that we want to discuss and we want like we created a platform for ourselves and we want to also give a platform to our listeners to our followers to anyone to your friends to your family whoever you feel that needs to be heard share your story yeah and exactly don't degrade your story you know and we want to like and again like i said this in the beginning but now again we want to hear your opinions yeah and we are also happy to provide a platform to you yes to share your opinions exactly and we will be talking about this like we're talking about this today and we will be talking about this for i don't know quite a while probably yeah for the time to come so Please share your opinion with us because it's important. Very. And we want to hear it. Like you said, we're being repetitive, but I feel like this needs to be repetitive. So, yeah. Yeah. So. Because we cannot say it enough. (laughs) Yeah. And let's end on that. And maybe next week, maybe we will have received a few opinions and we will highlight those as well. And please, please send them. Please send them your way. And if you don't feel comfortable with us saying your name just let us know and we'll make it anonymous we'll read it for you but your stories your opinions your feedback your thoughts concerns etc whatever is it's important and we want to give you the opportunity to say it and to share you we all not just you guys but we all deserve to be heard and black lives at this moment deserve to be heard so that all lives can be heard. All right, guys, we're wrapping up this episode. And on behalf of the Masters of Disasters, we really want to thank you for sticking through and listening to this episode to the end. And this has been a really hard subject to discuss. And we're looking forward to discussing this matter further in our next episodes. So stay with us. Stay tuned. Keep on the lookout. We'll be back on social media, really focused with this and Again, if you guys have anything that was offensive or that we said, just let us know, educate us, help us. And if you have any opinions or any information that we should know about, uh, download the Anchor app on your phone or go to voice memos on your phone. 
press record, record your question, record your comment, and send us your way, send us a recording your way. Uh, you can email us at whatthetopic at gmail.com and we'll receive the recordings there, or you can sign into our DMs or you can send it to our Anchor app. And yeah, thank you guys so much. And we really look forward to talking to you guys again very soon next week. Thank you. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.